rescue op, save the dinosaurs from an island that's about to explode. What could go wrong? Jurassic World one minute time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And here we are back to discuss minute 49 of Fallen Kingdom. Before we get to that, Dave, heading over to Jurassic Dashpedia once again. We've got an article up here for the East Dock on Jurassic Park, Isle Nublar. Uh, two weeks of dock discussion. <laughs> this, um, <clears throat> obviously, at the East Dock, the famous one, the one we all know from Jurassic Park, which is where uh, Dennis Nedry was trying to get to. Colin being the man. The myth, the legend that he is, posted out a photo of a decayed East Dock sign, not only for Jurassic World, but for Fallen Kingdom as well. No, sorry, I stand corrected. That was a real tours shot of a decayed East Dock sign at this uh, dock location that we see in Fallen Kingdom. Oh, really? I always thought that the Jurassic World one was uh, Trevorrow. Yeah, the Jurassic World one was in oh, the, the autumn... Okay the autumn or whatever it was, but there was another one that was posted for Fallen Kingdom when this was, this set was uh, on location in Hawaii and they had a faded sign. It was just sort of sitting in the, in the middle of the asphalt, not really, <laughs> not hidden outside the compound or anything. Ah, uh, uh, I see. Yeah, I get what you mean now. Yeah, I, I, I seem to, I've got a suspicion that was just them putting that there to say, well, this is the East Dock, even though we're going to see where this dock's actually located later on a satellite map, and uh, we're going to talk a lot about the North Dock next week, <laughs> with next minutes. Um, I reckon this is more the North Dock than the East Dock, but uh, yeah. yeah, that's just going off the, the clues that we've got from uh, maps and and that sort of thing, especially now where the East Dock seems to be where the uh, main visit area <laughs> on New Blar is for Jurassic World, or in the same vicinity anyway. So... Yeah, little rod up here on the East Dock. Unfortunately, we didn't get to return to it in uh, in this film. And I suppose across the franchise, we haven't really seen it at all. So not really, no. Bit hard to bit hard to guess what it might have been like. Although we do, I suppose we do see the boat there. We see the phone uh, when Nedry's talking to his contact, and we do see the uh, uh, the breakwater uh, wall as well. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, another, another shot from Kauai that Spielberg done while the, the hurricane was going on. So, yeah, head over to Jurassic Dashpedia for this article and uh, many more. Hey, 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 hey! Hang up! Wait up! Stop that truck! Stop! Where's we are? Hang on! Hang on! Dave, ready to get in a minute 48. No, sure. ready to get in a minute 49 of Jurassic World. Oh, wow, 49 already. <laughs> yes, we've got three more minutes, or four more minutes, and we are off this island. Minute 49 of uh, Fallen Kingdom opens with a scared Gallimimus and ends with Owen and Claire making for the harbour. As we continue in minute 48, as discussed last minute, uh, we've just got this baryonyx here swinging around in circles on this crane. Nowhere near the ship, just... No idea what what this is apart from uh, just establishing the chaos of the dock because we also get a shot 
Uh, the Gallimimus with two men hanging from ropes around its neck, uh, seemingly trying to back it towards the cage. So while the Ankylosaurus is being led out of the cage and onto the boat last minute, this one seems to be lead, getting led into the cage to be lifted onto the boat, which... If you're going to have a Gallimimus or an Ankylosaurus running around on the deck of the boat, I'm pretty sure you prefer the Gallimimus. <laughs> Only slightly less dangerous. It could definitely still be uh, chaotic, though. Mm. I don't think the rails on the side of the boat would be tall enough to stop it from tumbling over the side. No. <laughs> Ran in the wrong direction. Uh, <laughs> Wheatley's <laughs> is down from his platform and yells out to a passing truck to stop. And on the trail, we see a sedated stegosaur here, uh, laying oddly upright, laying upright, large comedic chains draped over the animal to hold it, <laughs> hold it down, and a couple of canvas tarps, looking very, very goofy here. And I remember we did get uh, some leaks from the set of uh, this. Like, there was a Triceratops, I'll say standing. It wasn't animatronic. It was just like a molded uh, body of the Triceratops being loaded into yeah. a truck as well. Uh, just sort of like maquettes or something that they were using <laughs> as stand-ins here. Uh, I know a lot of people were commenting on this Triceratops and its beak as well, or lack of. Wheatley approaches the animal's head and gently pats it, saying, uh, how do you feel, sweetheart, <laughs> in that accent of his. And then pulls out a pair of vice grips or pliers and tears one of the stegosaurs' tooth, uh, teeth out. Uh, and the animal shakes and groans in pain. Yeah, I don't... I will say I'm not a fan of the tooth prop they use here. It looks too mammalian. Mm. Like, it's it doesn't look like a stegosaurus tooth as we've seen them in the fossil record anyway. Yeah, yep, yep. On, uh, on Wheatley's collecting of trophies, I don't know, he's collecting teeth off... I suppose he's not really doing the, the Great White Hunter. The, the These are... These are coming from animals that I've killed or hunted. Even he's not even the one capturing them, so it's not as if he's outsmarted the animals. I, I would have liked a, a line saying these are going to be worth a lot on the black market or something mm-hmm. <laughs> once this island goes up. No, I think because... he's just like collecting them for personal collection, like kind of a trophy hunter kind of thing. I can't recall if we hear him. Maybe it's later when we get to the Indoraptor. If he actually says he's going to make, he's making a necklace out of them or something. Uh, oh, I think like, he does. Yes. Yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty sure we do get that implied somewhere that he's doing this, uh, collecting the teeth for for, yeah. I'd assume a necklace covers both gen- all the genders and not just uh, ladies, but I don't know what you call it to be. Yeah, he's, yeah he sees the Indoraptor and he says, "Oh, you're." Your teeth are going to make uh, the centerpiece for my necklace. Yeah, I'm putting yeah together sounds very part. familiar, Neil. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but we get a shot here, a great little shot here of uh, close-up on its eye. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing this is an animatronic here that uh, Wheatley's reacting to, and we get to see the reflection of Wheatley in its eye. Mm-hmm. As he tells it, it's, uh, it's going to feel that when you wake up. <laughs> so this animal must have already been sort of Really heavily tranquilized, it just hasn't gone all the way out yet. But then he drops a tooth in, the tooth into an open bandana, and we can see that this isn't the first animal that is tortured. <laughs> He's <laughs> already been pulling, pulling teeth out of animals. Uh, I'm surprised he hasn't been to the Tyrannosaur yet. You'd think that'd be the centerpiece. Uh, I'm not sure if he. <laughs> I mean, if you've ever seen the 
root of a Tyrannosaurus Rex tooth. I got a replica of Sue's right here above my uh, my screen. The entire tooth is about 12 inches long. <laughs> and of that, the root probably makes up two-thirds of that. Like these, yeah. The T-Rex shed teeth, but not nearly at the rate that other carnivores did. Their teeth were basically pressurized, pressurized railroad spikes that you were just <laughs> kind of drilled deep into the jaw. I don't want to. I don't want to think about it, Pierre. The pliers wouldn't get that out. You'd need a. I don't even know if swinging with a sledgehammer would do it, but I don't. <laughs> Poor Rexy laying there, tranked while Wheatley's going to work on a jaw with a sledgehammer is probably something we didn't need to see in this film anyway. No, um, I mean I'm just horrifying just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Zia yells, uh, gets. Well, Zia's yelling gets Wheatley's attention. Uh, she's yelling at her men for. Uh, pointing their guns at the injured blue. Alan watches all this from the ridge. They, they have Zia. They're loading out. And Franklin asks, if they wanted the dinosaurs, why did they need us? And Claire is the one that realises they need the tracking system to capture blue. So mm -hmm. we talked all about that when we were at the bunker, why why Claire and that were here. Through binoculars, Alan sees Zia fighting with the men and uh, then blue lying uh, on the front of a forklift, which again, that animatronic just out in the sun looks <laughs> looks fantastic. Uh, behind them, a section of the volcano implodes as lava bombs fly into the air. Uh, Owen gets to his feet. We need to get onto that boat. Uh, Franklin whimpers, <laughs> we're safe on the rock. <laughs> and uh, as the man ends, Claire gets up, uh, following Owen, yelling, it's uh, it's lava or the boat, Franklin. Yeah, you are you are in an elevated position here, and you probably would be safe from the lava. Uh, it would be pretty warm, but uh, then that lava's going to be surrounding you, and you're not going to be able to go anywhere for some time until it cools, so... Get up, Franklin. Next minute, he's going to get up and run run to the ship. Anything else on that before we get to novel comparisons? Uh, no, I think we're good. All right. Uh, Wheatley opens his vest once uh, by the stegosaur, and inside there's uh, different size pliers, so he's got a bit of a go-go uh, gadget mm -hmm. uh, or <laughs> Batman vest on here with different size pliers in it. Uh, he chooses a, pair, a large pair and opens the stegosaur's mouth. Uh, Wheatley then jumps onto the passing truck as it drove towards the ramp of the boat. Uh, fire was burning throughout, through the jungle towards the dock and he said shouts let's go, let's go and as uh, Franklin's not happy about rejoining the men that tried to kill them but after looking at the volcano erupting picks uh, the boat over the lava. So again a little bit a little bit missed out there. The, the whole reason he wants to stay there on the rock and not go to mm. the boat is because the men have already tried to kill him once and I'm sure if they just rocked off at the boat saying, hey, help us too, they'd either get left behind or shot. Yep. So, well, shot and left behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As an aside, the um, pliers here that uh, Wheatley is using are, for those who want to know, Tecton uh, straight jaw locking pliers. They're the 10-inch model. Mm -hmm. yep. And I actually happen to have um, a set that had belonged to my dad that I kind of... Um, it's mine now. <laughs> I would say I stole it, but it's um, my dad doesn't know I have it, and <laughs> as far as I know, he hasn't been looking for them. So he's better off not knowing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm sure. I'm sure others have used this for their Wheatley cosplays mm -hmm. uh, at various conventions and that as well. Just walking around with uh, yeah, fake teeth, <laughs> fake teeth, and those pliers. 
But that's it for minute uh, 49. Dave, uh, I think that we covered that pretty well, and we'll get out of here for the week. All right, sounds good. Thank you.